0: Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. In this fourth podcast on kindness, in the Fruit of the Spirit series I've been presenting, I I want to explore how kindness and compassion are two related but distinct concepts, but we learn from the Apostle Paul that compassion, which we might also consider empathy, is a first step toward acting out kindness. In the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians, written approximately 30 years after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, he urges the Ephesian church to take up kindness toward one another, and he frames this as a moral responsibility. He writes, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. Compassion, sometimes translated from the Greek as tender-heartedness, both terms synonymous with the word empathy, provide the prompts to kind acts and words. What helps one to develop a tender heart? What fosters compassion? How do we cultivate empathy for others? By learning and practicing the habit of putting ourselves in other people's shoes. Empathy and compassion as mental habits are essential in the playing out of kindness. One of my favorite teachers, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, reminds us that compassion is the greatest of all passions. He also identifies empathy as a key in the developing of spiritual maturity. Empathy and compassion are essential in the playing out of kindness, in cultivating kindness as a fruit of the spirit in the garden of our lives. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Your neighbor is the apostle's imperative, and that's not just someone who lives next door. Empathy is not simply reserved for the like-minded, those ethically or racially or socio-economically like us. In an account found in Luke chapter 15, Jesus is asked by a teacher of the law to define the term neighbor given the Levitical command to love your neighbor as you love yourself. In answering, Jesus offers the story of the Good Samaritan. Once upon a time, a Jewish man went on a journey from Jerusalem, which is about 2,500 feet above sea level to Jericho, approximately 700 feet below sea level. So essentially a descending slope of 17 miles from Jerusalem to Jericho. And while walking, he's overtaken by a band of thieves who stripped him of his clothing, beat him up and leave him half dead. Two men who are part of the Jewish religious establishment see the dying man, bloodied and broken, then cross to the other side of the road. They find in their commitment to the Jewish law something that justifies their lack of compassion, their lack of empathy, and thereby preventing any act of kindness. Helping the bloodied man might cause them to be, if you will, uh, ceremonially unclean. Then the hero of the story, a Samaritan, happens to be traveling on the same road. When he sees the bloodied and broken man, he is moved with compassion to help him. Again, compassion and empathy the triggers to loving kindness. And as an act of empathy... Jesus chooses to have the hero of this story, someone who is from a marginalized group of people, the Samaritans. The Samaritans, in the eyes of Jesus' Jewish contemporaries, were people worthy of disregard. Jesus could have made the moral hero of his story a despised Jewish tax collector and made the same moral point. But he made the story's hero a member of a disrespected racial group. And the point of the story is this. Your neighbor is anyone who needs your compassion and kindness. In May of 1981, an assassination attempt was made on Pope John Paul II while in St. Peter's Square in Rome. The Pope survived the attempt, shot through at close range six times, two bullets in his stomach, one in his right arm and one in his left. His assassin was caught and imprisoned. How did he respond to his assassin? The assassination attempt did not change the Pope's commitment to kindness, compassion, and forgiveness. Two and a half years later, Pope John Paul II met with his assassin, motivated by the Christ's call to kindness, compassion, reconciliation, and forgiveness. John Paul II said of his visit, What we talked about will have to remain a secret between him and me. I spoke to him as a brother whom I have pardoned and who has my complete trust. Certainly, John Paul II's inspiring act of reconciliation was motivated by many things, including the call of Christ to forgive, but also driven by a godly compassion and empathy for his assassin, a fellow human, made in the image of God and equally loved by God. Compassion and empathy lead to kindness and forgiveness. In my next podcast, I'll consider the sixth fruit of the Spirit, goodness, which is the sixth of nine fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Thanks for joining me on Soul Stirrings.